Hello there, Wanderer. Care to join me? I can read your fortune if you like. No? Don't trust the cards? How about a story, then? Now, this story is about four wanderers, just like you, who uncovered ancient secrets. I first met them... Hmm? Well, of course I'm in the story. How else would I know all this? As I was saying, I first met them when I was working in a traveling carnival. We were working our way through northern Raori. Have you ever been? Beautiful place. The Minotaurs really knew how to build cities. Back when they did that. While I could tell right away that they were all bound for greatness, I don't think they had any idea of the adventures ahead of them. Just as their paths crossed, a forgotten army stirred in the mountains. Welcome, wanderers, to Legends of Chell. So, Wilm, you are partaking of the the many fun snacks and games and other entertainments of this traveling carnival. You know, you're very, you're, you're kind of patting yourself on the back. Like, I made a good decision to come to this town next in my travels. Because look Absolutely. at all this fun stuff. Uh, now I have I, a funnel cake. <laughs> exactly. Um, you put the fun in funnel cake. Oof. You know, you, you probably can't ride a lot of the rides. Unfortunately, they're not really built for Cyclops <laughs> sized humanoids. Okay. And there's actually there's I feel like there's probably another Cyclops or something who works there who's like, I know, I keep telling them like it's it's like <laughs> you know, they that we should have rides for people of all sizes. Do they have rides for the little people or like is it also not halfling friendly? I think that they probably uh let halflings and gnomes and such onto rides that they maybe probably shouldn't because um <laughs> they could fly out due to momentum and a lack of restraints. Okay, um, so it's the eighties. I, I <laughs> I'm, I'm in the right mind space now. <laughs> you uh you, you notice though, sort of almost conspicuous because it's sort of this dark, almost black but slightly, almost like iridescent, like a like a crow's feathers or something, kind of mm-hmm. purple. Um, there's this tent, and it just sticks out from all the like really brightly colored things. And uh, it doesn't. There's there's just a little sign out front that says "Fortunes Told for Free." For free. Yeah. Well, then I'm definitely getting my fortune told. I love fortune tellers. <laughs> So you walk in, and it actually, it's, it's one of those things where it seems bigger on the inside than it looked like. Like, on the, from the outside, you were almost worried that you wouldn't be able to stand up in, inside this tent, but you find that you can stand comfortably. Huh. And it also seems to have a floor, which is very odd for a tent on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's almost like, it looks like wood planks but you're not sure if it's actually wood or if it's some sort of illusion or or stone or something and there's just this very simple 
a wooden table, and there's a chair on either side, and uh, you find that the chair closest to you on your side of the table actually is, is like, Cyclops-sized. Hmm. Uh, but you don't see anyone. Uh, so I will call out and I'll say, like, um, hello? I'm here to get my fortune told? Is that later? I, I saw that you were running a special. <laughs> I like that idea of running a special. <laughs> so the figure that emerges, what do, what do you picture, I guess? Let me ask you that. What do I picture? Yeah. Based on how simply you described the interior, hmm. I'm kind of picturing that it's just like a human or maybe half-elven woman who has like commoner's clothes and then has like a couple of colorful sashes like one tied around her hair and one around her waist to sort of like add a little bit of fortune telly mystique but you can tell that like this is something that she doesn't do all the time well in that case you are very surprised when from the shadows at the far end of the tent which you realize almost looked like a doorway into another room but tents don't have room so that's silly from these shadows emerges a slender elven woman dressed in all black. Black, like a black wide-brimmed hat, a long black coat. Can't really tell what the clothing is underneath the cloak because it's also all black, so it all sort of blends together. A goth. Yeah, a little bit. She's, okay. not, wearing, she's not wearing any makeup. And you, you are also surprised when from this very slender frame, uh, there comes this, this deep voice that says, Hello, my darling. I see that you have come to find out what the stars and cards have to say about your future. My eye like lights up and I'm like, yes, I am. I love having my fortune told. Are you sure that you're not charging? Because that seems really unusual to me. Everything at this carnival, I paid three gold for this funnel cake, you know. <laughs> she smiles and, and sort of dodges the question and sits down and produces almost uh, from thin air a deck of cards and begins shuffling them. And as she's shuffling them, she looks in your eye and says, Now, in order for me to know your future, I must know your past and your present. So tell me, darling, who are you? Uh, well, my name is Wilm. Um, I'm from, like, way down south in the continent. I've been traveling for quite some time now. I used to live in a city called Newport, and I, I really loved it there. But some stuff happened, and so I had to, I decided I needed to get on the road, and I want to just sort of put some good into the world. How very noble. Now, you tell me you come from the south. Where have <laughs> your most recent travels taken you before here? Oh, gosh, that's a really specific question, Max. <laughs> okay, sorry. Well, see, the thing is, the second question was supposed to be, where are you from? And I just uh -huh. panicked when I realized you already answered it before I asked it. <laughs> so let's try this again. You come from the South. So what brought you here? Well, I'm just kind of going around sort of trying to see where I can help people. Um, but I was going up the road and I noticed a big sign that said that this, this carnival was going to be in town. So I thought that I would come check it out. Ah, yes. Alar is very good at advertising our presence. Who's Alar? Oh, 
He just runs the carnival. Just a just an old old con man who retired to do something a little more honest. Run a carnival. Of course. Yeah, that's a good honest career choice. Big smile. She all she smiles back at you and she deals out the, uh, a row of cards. When you look at them, it's a little confusing because you feel like you should you should be able to recognize whatever the images are even if you don't really know you know, tarot or anything, you should be able to look at them and see what's on the cards. But for some reason, when you look at them, they just sort of look like these swirls of color. Hmm. Are these the backs of the cards? They're very pretty. Oh, oh no, darling. These are, these are the fronts. They, uh, they just are very difficult to discern when you're facing them from your direction. That's all. Uh, Okay. She looks at the cards and she says, now... You are a student of the College of Glamour, are you not? Oh, I'm surprised you could tell. Was it just my, my charming smile and my fashionable attire that let you know? Oh, the cards let me know. Although, the umbrella was a little bit of a giveaway. <laughs> That's fair. And she says, you know, the glamour magic has its origins in the Feywild, and I think that you should be cautious in dealing with any Fey you meet. Well, I feel like that's always good advice. She nods. She says, your future, your future is unpredictable. It is very much in your own hand. And I can only really offer you this to help guide you. And she actually picks up one of the cards in the row and hands it to you. Okay, I take it. When she hands it to you, the image becomes clear. And it is the... uh valet of cups because it's one of those decks okay and it looks pretty standard it's there's nothing that really speaks to you about it or to whelm i don't know about theron (laughs) and she says if you can find others who have my card you will find the path to your fortune all right i'm not sure i'm looking for a fortune but i'll keep that in mind um, does she do anything to indicate that the reading is over? Does she, like, disappear in a puff of smoke or anything? Or is it, like, up to me to end this encounter? <laughs> she she simply re- collects her cards and reshuffles them and says, I think that you had better get on your way. There's plenty of carnival left to see, and I get the feeling my next customer will be here soon. Okay, thank you so much for the reading and for the card. Do you have one to replace it i feel weird taking it and i'm sort of like slowly backing out like uncomfortably now that i have her tarot card these things have a habit of finding their way back to me don't worry okay well thank you again and i like sort of give an awkward bow on the way out and leave she tips her hat to you (laughs) now hazel can you remind me the skeletons do they actually are do they actually eat and drink um, yes, they eat calcite. I see. So they don't really, like, do food. No. Okay. It's going to be interesting finding food on my journey. Mm. I have to go to, like, mines and be like, hey, do you have any calcite around? Or, uh, I don't know. I don't know what stores might sell calcite. We'll figure something out for that. Uh, and what's your chicken's name again? Uh, Mildred. Mildred, okay. I just wanted to get that before I set the scene, so... Hector, you and, and Mildred have been enjoying this carnival. Um, probably 
you know, doing more of the rides and games rather than the food. Although I don't know if, if Mildred's allowed on the rides. That might not mm. be safe. <laughs> I see. As you are walking through the carnival trying to decide what to do next, you see this tent, which is a dark, dark kind of iridescent purple, almost black, except when the light hits it just right. And out front is a little sign that just simply says, uh, fortunes told for free. Oh. And you feel unable to resist this bargain mm. and uh, head towards the tent. That sounds interesting. Yes, I will. Uh, I'll knock on the tent flap. The tent flap is already open. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, I'll you know I'll knock beside it. Uh, a a a deep voice says, "Come in." Uh, I will enter. Now look around. Uh, and then sitting at a rather simple table is an elven woman dressed in all black with a a large broad brimmed black hat and a long black coat. And you notice a few things about this tent that are strange. It seems bigger on the inside than it looked like mm -hmm. on the out. Uh, at the far end of the tent, it almost seems like there's an opening into another room, which is wild because tents don't have rooms, right? And there is a floor instead of the ground under your feet. Very nice floor. It, it almost looks like maybe like granite slabs or something. Mm. And... You see in front of you on the other side of this this table, there's a really uh, lovingly carved wooden chair with these sort of like um, bird motifs uh, carved right into it. Uh, the the woman gestures for you to have a seat. Okay, I will sit down. I'll say I'll say um, hello. I'm a I'm a he I'm Hector. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, you sure have a lot of interesting things here. Uh, I, I, I saw on your sign that uh, you have three fortunes. Um, what's a fortune? <laughs> she, she looks around the tent and kind of raises an eyebrow at the comment that she has a lot of interesting things in this rather Spartan room. <laughs> and she says, ah, well, you see, in this case, a uh, fortune is sort of like uh, the future or uh, fate. And it is my job as a diviner to try and predict what might be in your future. Oh, okay. That sounds interesting. And she, she nods and she says, oh, I'm sure, Hector, that you have a very interesting future. Uh, what is your little friend's name? Uh, this, is, this is my friend Mildred. Hey, I was wondering, um, uh, I know that a lot of people around here eat chickens. Do you eat chickens? Uh... <laughs> She she pauses as if deciding whether or not to to answer honestly. <laughs> she says, sometimes I do, but don't worry, Mildred is perfectly safe. And oh. uh, how do you how do you carry Mildred? Is she just like sitting on you or? Yeah, she's probably just sitting on me. Um, she sits where she wants, sometimes on my shoulder, sometimes on my head, um, maybe on my uh, one of the weapons strapped across my back. She's so inclined. The woman makes a small gesture and Mildred hops right off of you and comes over to get some little scritches behind the waddle uh, and then returns to you very quickly. Oh, seems to like you. Um, that's, that's, that's pretty good. Uh, do you tell chicken fortunes? She laughs uh, and shakes her head. She says, I, I don't think I've quite 
mastered that art yet, but please let me uh let me tell yours and she begins to shuffle this deck of cards. And as she does, she she says, "So you have told me who you are. Where are you from?" "Oh, I'm from uh I'm from Skeletown. Don't know if you've heard of it. It's um it's up in a place that uh, used to be called the Witchwood. Um uh so I am um, I was born and raised there and I was in the militia and uh then I moved on down to uh what is it called Bells Run uh whenever the roads opened up and stuff. And so uh yeah, that's that's generally where I'm from, those two places. I like to wander around and explore a bit. She nods and says, Oh, I've heard of the Witchwood. You know, I think a lot of folks uh have come from that direction into town recently. Maybe there'll be a familiar face or two. Oh, could be. Could be, I don't know. Um yeah, it's uh I'm not surprised people have moved out from there and looking around. They were trapped there for for years, from what I understand. So I expect they some people want to see what's out there, like I do. She looks at you a little bit pointedly and, and asks, is that all you want, just to see what's out there? Yeah, pretty much. There's a lot of stuff out here that I've never seen or heard about before, uh, especially in this fair. You got all kinds of weird foods here and... uh these ride things, I can't really go on most of them because they won't let Mildred come with me. And, uh, but they seem interesting. Well, it's probably for the best that Mildred, uh, doesn't get on the rides. They tend to be a little, mm, they're not very well maintained. And, uh, as she says this, the woman spreads out some cards in a line in front of her. And you find that you, you, you aren't sure how this person is able to to divine anything because to you these cards look like their faces are just sort of these weird swirls of color hey those are kind of pretty and she nods she says, oh yes this deck is one of a kind in fact and um her brow furrows a little and then an eyebrow cocks up and then it goes down and then the other eyebrow cocks up for a second and then it goes down and then the dm goes hmm should i have used the word cock so much in that sentence but anyways, she says, Hector, I, I'm sorry to say this, but I'm having a little trouble seeing your future. All I can tell you is that uh, you should take this. And with that, she hands you a card. And once it's in your hand and you, you sort of are, you have it sort of flipped around to face you, mm-hmm. you can see that it is the Valet of Wands. And she says, uh, take that with you. And when you find others who are also carrying my cards, those are the people that I think will take you to see some truly amazing things that this world has to offer. Oh, that sounds really interesting. Uh, this card's pretty pretty, too. Um, I get to keep it? Oh, yes, don't worry. They um have a habit of finding their way back to me eventually. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. Uh, thank you. Uh, is there anything else? Is that my fortune? Unfortunately, that's all I have for you. Okay, well, I don't Enjoy know... Enjoy the rest of the fair. I don't know that's unfortunate. Thank you. Uh, it was very nice meeting you. Um, I hope you have uh, uh, good customers and stuff. Um, and uh, uh, goodbye. Very nice meeting you. Bye. She's, she <laughs> tips her hat to you as you leave. I I um I had to stop myself from I really almost lost it when you you said you couldn't go on the rides because they wouldn't let Mildred on. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, why.
Nyx, you have uh, been at this carnival. I, I think you are one of the one of the few members of the party who could probably, with relative safety, enjoy most or all aspects of the <laughs> carnival: rides, games, and food. <laughs> and there have been lots and lots of interesting people to sketch uh, in your in your book. Which, actually, if you don't mind, would you um, would you like to describe your book? Okay. Uh, well, what I'm imagining is um, a kind of thick, dark, leather-bound uh, book, similar to the one out of oh, what's the movie with the the Necronomicon? Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Yeah. It, it looks a little like that, but the the flesh on it is shaped into a very rough phoenix on the outside and it has it has actual bound pages but it also has jutting from it like a college professor's notebook a lot of loose pages as well <laughs> and it's it's stained with all manner of colors some of it paint some of it ink some of it a little too red to be comfortable. <laughs> and I, I almost always have it out, and I'm paging, flipping through, pausing, and, and jotting down notes or, or actually taking the time to sketch when I either ask someone or um, just, just do it on the sly. Very nice. As you are walking through the carnival, you see this tent that sticks out from all the others because they're all very brightly colored, and this tent is this very, very dark, nearly black kind of iridescent purple. Um, and outside is a little sign that says, Fortune's Told for Free. And I don't think Nyx can pass off that, uh, that deal. I, yeah, I, th I think you're right. Um, currently, since, since I've arrived, I've been running around in the form of a, uh, of a female gnome. And so that's the one that I actually go up to the the tent in. Hello? 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 Anyone here? Hello? <laughs> so the interior of this tent seems so much larger than the outside. There's there's not much in here though. There's just sort of a a table and there's two chairs, one that's facing towards you and one that is facing the other from the other direction. And you also notice instead of the ground in this in this tent, there's actually a floor. Um, and it's sort of just, it's just a sort of very old kind of dusty, um, kind of stone floor. And sitting in that chair across from you is this elven woman, uh, black hat, black coat, and she's sort of idly shuffling a deck of cards. She says, oh, oh, hello, her surprisingly deep voice. Why don't you have a seat? Hi, 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 thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, give me one second. I just want to... I'll get down on my hands and knees and lay my face down on the stone and just look along the length and then slap the floor and say, I can't believe this. This is amazing. This is a tent, but it has a stone floor. This is amazing. <laughs> um, she simply uh, smiles, says, Oh... One of a few tricks that I've picked up over the years. So sit, sit right here? Okay. I'll hop into the seat, and, and I shuffle around 
like a little kid who needs to go to the bathroom. <laughs> she says, um, oh, if that seats uh, doesn't quite reach, I'm sure that you could take a form that's more accommodating, right? Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. I hey, how did, how did that, how did you know? Her, her eyes seem to kind of sparkle with a, a sort of unnatural arcane gleam. And she just smiles, doesn't, doesn't say anything, and sort of deflects and says, Oh, what a lovely book you have. May I see it? <laughs> um, yes. Are, are, are you, are you going to take it forever? Because that, that would make me unhappy. Oh, no, darling. In fact, if uh, your session is anything like the others I've had today, I dare say you'll be walking out of here with something of mine. That sounds like a good trade. Here you go. <laughs> and so uh, she she sets down her deck and takes the book and sort of runs her hands over it. And she has this kind of... It's not that there's a look on her face. It's that there isn't a look on her face. Um, it's just this sort of very kind of blank, like... You're, you're not sure if she's hiding something or if she's in some sort of trance. And there's just this very kind of tense moment of silence. And then she hands it back to you with a smile. And she says, that seems like a lovely treasure. You should hold on to it. All right. It's a deal. <laughs> <laughs> As she chuckles and, and resumes shuffling her deck. And she says, now, I don't believe uh, you have told me your name. Uh, who exactly are you? Well, all of them. Everyone outside, they think I'm Gelly Pickledeckle. But you know my secret. I'm actually Nyx. And my face ripples briefly to show something underneath, but then it goes back to the gnome's face. She's um, not, not disturbed or, or terribly surprised by that. She says, oh, I knew only that you were a changeling, not... You know, you're not your name or anything like that. Now, Nix, darling, why don't you tell me where you're from so I can uh, try to see where you might be going with the cards? Oh, oh, yes, yes, of course. Story time. It's story time. <laughs> Many moons ago, before the days of nobles, when the dragons winged in the skies, when the automata worked in the mines, before magic had made its way into the world, and the elves were but children of the wood. I was standing outside this tent, and then I came in. I don't really remember <laughs> anything after that. Beautiful. I, I did get the fried rat puffs from one of the other tents, and they're not as good as I remember, but I don't really remember anything, so maybe they're good. I don't know. Do you want one? Do you want one? I know we're not like technically in the adventure yet, but you have inspiration for that. <laughs> that was that was amazing. Oh, uh, she she's um laughs a little. She says, "Oh, oh, I'm not hungry right now. Don't worry, I get plenty for free working here. So you don't remember where you're from? Well, could you maybe tell me what it is you're seeking? Uh, what brought you here to this this place?" Then she holds a hand. I don't mean specifically my tent, because I know it was the sign. <laughs> well, inside this book, there's, there's funny little words. 
And I've been going through them and going through them, and I, it makes me think that there's more funny little words out there in the big world. And maybe there are words that are big enough to fix all that's broken. Or maybe there are words that are big enough to break everything that's left. I don't really know what I'm up for, but I'll find out. Wow. So she lays out the cards in a row in front of her. And um, you can't you can't see what they are. It's you're not sure if it's because they're upside down from your point of view or what, but they just sort of look like these weird swirls of color. And she's quiet for um, what feels like a very long time, but probably isn't actually that long uh, before she says, I, I think that you're right about the power of those funny little words. And if you're not careful, you could end up crumbling like this. And she hands you uh, a card, which is the tower. Ooh. Um, and, and she says, actually, why don't you hang on to that card? And I think that if you happen to meet anyone else with, with uh, cards from my deck, maybe they can help you find more of those little words. Thank you so much. I love it. I love it. And she she tips her hat to you, and, and she says, all right, now, I think I have another customer coming. Thanks. Bye. Cass has been at the fair. Another another one of the few party members who can, you know, probably ride some, if not all, the rides and, and enjoy the, the various foods and stuff. As he gets on the on the rides, he's probably like mm-hmm. druid craft some um, vines around himself to secure himself a little better. <laughs> yeah, a good idea. A good idea. They don't have much budget for uh, repairing things when they break down. They just kind of spit on it and slap it back together or whatever. <sighs> oh dear! Oh dear! <laughs> and uh, as you're as you're maybe walking off the uh, the. The jitters of that last exhilarating ride that almost killed you for the tenth time. Um, you see a tent that sticks out from all the others on the uh, on the carnival grounds because it is this deep, deep purple, almost black, until the light hits it just right, and you realize it's kind of iridescent. Um, oh. And out front is a little sign that says "Fortunes Told for Free." Oh, looks like a butterfly. Mm. We'll, we'll walk over a little curious. Fortunes, huh? Never had much faith in those, but we'll see. Uh, inside is a, it's surprisingly spacious. I mean, it's like, like a room. Um, and there's a mm. simple table, and there's a couple of chairs, one that's occupied by an elven woman with a black cap and a black coat, and there is one that seems to be for customers to sit in that, um, it almost looks like someone like Druid crafted a chair. Hmm. Um, it's just this sort of very natural, like some some sticks and twigs and whatnot together with sort of a leafy kind of cushion. And you also notice that there is a floor uh, to this tent, which is very strange because hmm. typically, you know, it would just be the ground or like some fabric or something. And it's like a nice, like carpeted floor, um, but it feels solid. It feels like it's not just a rug on the grass. It's like there's something under the rug. Huh. Oh, well, just bury his feet in a little bit because he sure as hell doesn't wear shoes. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you would say that. I was like, oh, I'm going to give him the fancy one. So you walk in and you track some dirt. Uh, there's these little dirt footprints uh, hmm. behind you. And um, Feels nice. I mean, I do. Do you do you sit down? Do you are you waiting to be asked to sit or? Uh, he'll look up. But hello, is this? Uh, I hear there were fortunes. Oh yes, yes, of course. I am a great diviner of destiny. Mm. Well, mostly. A little bit of an off day, but I'm sure you'll help <laughs> me set that right. Why don't you take a seat? Oh, I wonder how I could be a help. I don't do much of fortunes. She shuffle, begins shuffling the deck. She says, so why don't you start by telling me who you are? Hmm. Well, my name is Tass. Nice to meet you. Charm. Uh, she, she, she's waiting. She, wanted. <laughs> yeah, uh, she, well, once you give her the name, she's waiting. She thinks there's going to be more, but then there isn't. And she realizes that. Oh, well, why don't you tell me where you're from, Tass? And perhaps that will help me to figure out where uh, you might be going. Oh. Oh, you know, Calda. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, <laughs> kind of sighs. <laughs> because I see, well, uh, that's not terribly surprising. Well, perhaps you could tell me if there's something out there you're looking for. Like, <laughs> what brings you here to Graz Urm Histra, the, uh, the city in the shadow of the warrior mother. Oh, I didn't know about it. History, I just... I saw the signs for the carnival and figured the rides might be a little fun. And, you know, good for me to be around people every once in a while. She's, she's sort of nods like, yeah, it's probably you probably do need to spend some more time around people. Um, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't say that. Uh, she spreads the cards out in a line in front of her, about you know, five of them. And you can't really see what all the cards are. They just sort of look like these, these colorful swirls. Mm. And she lets out a big sigh. She says, oh, dear. I, I really seem to have lost my touch. I think you're the third or fourth person today whose future I couldn't clearly discern which either means that my divination skills are simply waning, or that you are meant for something so great and so grand that it would be uh, against the will of the gods, almost, for me to tell you. And so she picks up the the card in the center of this line and hands it to you. She says, all that I can give you is this, and all I can say is that if you happen across anyone else with cards from my deck, I think they can help you find what you're looking for, even if you don't know what that is. Oh. (laughs) Thanks. That doesn't sound ominous. (laughs) (laughs) The the card that she hands you is the moon. Hmm. And it's a very simple, it's a very minimalist deck, really. So, And with that, she just gives you a little tip of the hat. And she actually walks with you to uh, the entrance of the tent. She says, I think I'm about done for today, but you should make sure you take another walk around. I think there's still plenty of more, plenty more for you to see here. Mm. Oh, okay. Have a good one. Uh, and as you leave the tent, someone else walks by, and, and you hear this sort of offhand comment they make that's really strange to you. They look at the sign, they go, 
No wonder that fortune teller's closing early. Ten gold for a for getting your fortune told at a carnival? That's a crazy price. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. So I'm just going to set the scene for you guys real quick. It's getting close to the end of the day. There's, I mean, the, the carnival's going to keep going into the night. But you all have been there for a while. You're probably getting pretty tired of it. And Wilm, you're looking at the card you were given. Mm-hmm. And suddenly the wind picks up and pulls it right out of your hand. And I presume you would chase after it. You don't want to lose that. It's so yeah, pretty. Yeah, absolutely. Does it seem like I just dropped it or does it seem like a magical happenstance? It seems like an unusually strong wind, okay. especially since it doesn't seem like there's a storm coming or anything. And at the same time, Nix, you happen to accidentally drop your book and Tass trips over it. Oh. And wouldn't you just know it, but here comes a skeleton chasing a chicken that's carrying something in its mouth. <laughs> and the four of you are, are sort of all... You, you all sort of converge on this spot because, Wilm, you finally catch the card as it's about to float away past Nyx on the wind. And Nyx, uh, out of your book, pops the card that I'm sure you stuck in there for safekeeping. And Taz, you probably still had it in your hand because you just came from the fortune teller. So you drop yours on the ground. I was too busy looking at it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and whenever you guys look down, you realize that this chicken is hold is also holding a tarot card. Mildred! And you realize <laughs> you've all found each other. You've all found the other people who got cards from uh, the fortune teller. And that is how your party meets. I've never been in a party with that a-, a chicken got a card. Yeah. <laughs> Must be a very important chicken. <laughs> Mildred, that's not food! <laughs> Our new party leader. <laughs> <laughs> Mildred oh, yeah. is in oh, charge. Mil- Mildred, one hundred percent, was like guided by some like divine knowledge to find you. <laughs> Mildred knows what's up. Huh? I came up with a reason for you all to get together. I don't know exactly which one of you decided you would all go adventuring together. I don't know if you guys <laughs> work that out or if we're just gonna let that sort of be a thing we don't worry about. Do we want to play out the scene, or do we want to, like, decide what we did? Well, that's, that's essentially what I'm asking you guys right now. I, I'm okay with just deciding what to do. Okay, well, I... But, but if I th- people want to play it out, then we can. What I think is most likely that happens is that Wilm and Nyx uh, and Hector are all kind of eager for an adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like kind of fit together but i don't know uh <laughs> I, I don't i don't know why tass would decide to join these three <laughs> insane people <laughs> hey now Honestly. only two of you are really insane <laughs> <laughs> and it's not nicks <laughs> i guess like he's like uh-oh Oh no, this he probably looks at these people and goes, this is gonna be trouble. I better make sure They need a dad. Yeah. I better run damage control on these guys. Tass is always just wanting to hang out with a skeleton, a changeling, and a cyclops. And it's been their lifelong dream. For the record, you just see someone a little taller than you over here. Yeah. I'm just a gnome. And and I, I'll actually, I'll give you a wink and say, get a load of these guys. Aren't they weird looking? Uh, uh, <laughs> hey. I mean, 
what is this book that you have that I oh, picked yeah. over? This is isn't pretty it, weird looking. Isn't it great? <laughs> uh, that's one way to put it. We'll save it for bedtime. I get the best <laughs> stories. Oh, dear. I guess I look forward to it. After I catch up with Mildred, I uh, just like, I realize that my hood's down, and so I just bring it back up over my head and look around and see if there's a mob coming after me. And I'm like, please don't attack me. I, I look at you, like, delightedly, like, oh, you're a skeleton. How is that happening? Are you alive? And I sort of reach my hand out towards you, like, I'm going to touch you, but then I realize how rude that is and put it back down. Yes, I'm alive. Um, it's complicated. Oh, I'm worried someone might have a bone to pick with you. Uh, people tend not to like skeletons running around. They think it's creepy. Mm. So that's why I have this big hood to hide behind. Well, your secret's safe with us. Thanks. Yeah, I've never met a skeleton before that didn't just attack me right away. So I figure you're good. Well, we're from the Witchwood. Um, There's just one town of us. Some uh, evil sorcerer made us a long time ago, but that was a long time ago. Hmm. I'm not that old though. Um, I'm I'm pretty young still, but you know, I think Old Man Bones is the only one who's around from the Sorcerer days. Maybe there are a couple of others, but so how's your day been? I see that you <laughs> saw the fortune teller. I'm Hector, by the way. What are all your names? <laughs> awkward, uh-huh. awkward workplace conversation. <laughs> um, I'm like tucking the card into my pocket. I'm like, oh, of course. How rude of me. My name is Wilm. Um, and I reach out to shake your hand. I will shake your hand. Um, and all of the uh, the other two of you as well. I'm uh, Tass. Nice to meet you. Hi. You're really tall. My name's Gelly Pickledeckle, but you can call me Nix. Okay. Um, did you say Pickledeckle? That's a very interesting name. I agree. I thought of it myself. Oh. Huh. You can. T- she has a look on her face, like making a mental note of that. So we all got cards. That's that's really neat. Can I see your cards? Oh, absolutely. Sure. Um, and I will. I'll show mine. So I hold up my card, and it is the page of cups. Um, and it has like sort of an oddly. I guess they wouldn't be oddly dressed if it's minimalistic. So it has a young person on it and they're holding a cup and they're sort of looking in confusion at the cup because there's a fish coming out of it. Okay. Hmm. Mine just says the moon. And it's just a simple white dot on a black field. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't want to brag, but I think mine is the coolest. Look at this. It's a tower and it's, it's being exploding and falling down and oh, it's so fun. Hmm. Is that good? I don't know anything about the, the tarot cards. Maybe we should, if this is going to be guiding our, our futures, maybe we should learn something about it. Mm. Mine's the Page of Wands. It's a person with a walking staff, basically. I thought that was funny there. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> I zoned out. Oh, I typed it. Um, I just said that that card is basically Luke Skywalker looking at the setting suns. <laughs> so, we've all been sort of thrown together. What are we gonna do about that do we want to go on an adventure does anybody have anything that they're planning on doing next just i one of you must have a divine purpose or something right and i'm supposed to follow you and i would be glad to do that 
Oh, and it, an adventure sounds fun. I don't have one lined up or anything. Oh, what is that you're eating? That looks really weird. Is it good? What is it? Uh, it's it's called a funnel cake. It's like um, it's like fried bread. Uh, but like it's a weird bread. I don't know how. I don't know exactly how it works. You can have some if you want. Uh, no, I I can't actually. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I I mean, I guess that makes sense. It might just fall right out of you. I can. Yeah. Uh, I think that's how it works. I tried once, but it happened. Yeah, it basically just fell right out of me. You're right. That's what it does. Um, okay. I'll try and I'll try and be better about the skeleton thing. I'm very sorry how rude I, I'm being. I've I've seen bread before, and that's that's very interesting. And you eat it, huh? Yeah, it's very tasty. Weird. <laughs> well, what do you eat? Calcite. Rocks. You eat rocks. Yes. I mean a oh. specific a specific rock, but yes. Hmm. Well, here's what I think. Okay. If we're all supposed to go on an adventure together, we should go to a tavern. Because that's how adventures start. <laughs> I should know. I'm a bard. So we should go to a tavern, get dinner, and maybe something will happen that'll let us know what our adventure is. Thank you for listening to Legends of Chell. Our GM this season is Max. Hey, that's me! You can follow me on Twitter at Esoteric90sIP. Hector is played by Hazel Stapp. Follow her on Twitter at Hazel underscore duh underscore Basil. Wilm is played by Theron Stapp. Follow them on Twitter at Explosive Runes and visit theron.card.co, that's card with two R's, to learn about their podcast transcription side hustle. Tass is played by Kieran and Nix is played by David. You can't find either of them on Twitter, but they both lurk in our Discord server. The Forgotten Army theme is Brain Drain by Christ Clark. You can find him at ChristClark.bandcamp.com. Additional music credits can be found in the show notes. This show is a Land of Chell production, edited by Theron Stapp and made possible through the support of our amazing patrons. You can join them at patreon.com slash orczone. To learn about the players, characters, and other shows from Chell, visit landofchell.net or check us out on Twitter at Land of Chell. Until next time, happy travels!